What's good, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Upward Leadership Podcast. Um, I'm your special guest co-host, buddy, and we're G-G here Jenkins. with the with the man, the myth, the legend, the reason why we're all here besides Jesus, Best Cody Spencer. And buddy. We're Best also here for buddy. <laughs> but we're continuing our culture series. Uh, last week, we talked about how to create culture, and today, um, specifically, we are going to be talking about um, cultural marks in, and like we t- addressed last week, uh, kingdom culture. Um, so, Pastor Cody, if you want to kind of start to drive us into that direction. Yeah, well, I, I just I think kingdom culture is so important because, you know, if we build anything but the kingdom culture, mm-hmm. then we've built not on what Jesus wanted us to build. Yeah. And anything not built on Jesus is terrifying. Yeah. And that's really where, like, you imagine, like, going to a church and, like, being involved in this and this and this. And then you get to heaven. It's like, bro, God doesn't care about anything about what we cared about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, T.D. Jake said it like this one time. He's like, if Jesus showed up at your church today, you'd have to teach him a, a lot about church. Yeah. And it's, like, crazy. Yeah. What a thought, right? And I think that's why it's so important to, like, build things that that Jesus cares about and he told us what he cares about. Mm -hmm. And, and when we have those same values and that, that same culture, Mm -hmm. then how healthy is it? Because like any, any kingdom that's not God's kingdom is going to have a lack. Yeah. It's going to have an issue. It's going to have a problem. And what we intrinsically automatically do as leaders is we bring our cultures, our values, Mm -hmm. Good and bad. Yeah. There are some really good things that people have tried to bring into the kingdom, but it's not kingdom. Yeah. And there are some things that people bring in because they're hurt mm-hmm. or because of how they grew up or like yeah. there's just a million things we can drag into the kingdom, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's never going to be as good. Yeah. You know, it could, it could be a 90. Yeah. But it's still not as good. It's going to lack somewhere. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, it's, it's realizing because. Like we said last last episode, no matter where you go, what you be a part of, whatever you do, there's always a culture. 100%. And and rather you are intentional about it or not, there's always a culture created. Like, you know, even like growing up, you are you everyone grows up within the culture from how yeah. you dress to how you talk to how you act, to how you react to certain situations, to traditions and so on and so Dude, forth. Dude, it's actually like crazy like the cultures you do grow up in. So. Yeah. There's a culture in your house. Mm-hmm. There's a culture in your family. Mm-hmm. There's a culture in your school. Mm-hmm. There's a culture in your community. There's a culture in your nation. Like, yep. it, it's wild how how many how, layers this yeah, is. Yeah, layers it is. Yeah. But I I would think that like most people's, it's like what you grew up in home mm-hmm. is going to be the culture that dominates your whole life. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what you're around majority of the time. Until you actually get set free of that and you live mm-hmm. in kingdom culture. Yeah, and it's realizing like that's the importance of it, and it's not that, like you said, like not everything, not all culture is bad. You know, like yeah, it, it could be you know how what type of music you like or how you dress or certain yeah. certain you know not all all culture is bad, but it's realizing that we can't let what we've known always known or how we grew up in dictate what you know what the culture that god's trying to establish which is his culture yeah because then we're just living by our preferences yeah and that is like i'm gonna talk about crucifying yourself like if you live preference based you'll never live culture based never and or kingdom culture based and your life is also less than what it could be yeah literally literally and And it's just sad dude and kingdom culture is consistent 
It's like mm -hmm. we see a, a concrete definition when we read our Bible on what it is. And yes. anyone, and when we look at, like, I, I guess we just categorize, like, man-made culture. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's different. You go, you could go from even the people in this room right now, from me to you to Cole over there. Like, you, we would talk, he's look at. He's our live audience today. Yeah, he's our live, <laughs> Cole's our live audience today. If we, we, we would ask, like, look at our upbringings and everything like that, there would yeah. might be some similarities, but there would be a lot of differences. It's just not consistent. But one thing that is consistent and true all the way through is is the culture that God's established. Yeah, and that's that's what I love about, like, church big C is, like, it kingdom culture should be anywhere you go. So mm -hmm. it's like when we go to Mexico, guess what? There's still kingdom culture. Yes. They speak a whole different language. Mm -hmm. How they do service is different. Mm -hmm. Like their food, everything is different. I, yeah. Like one of my, the coolest things I ever saw in terms of like culture mm -hmm. was um, on a Friday night when we were in Merida. Um, mm -hmm. it, it was beautiful, dude. We go to this center town square and it was, it was massive. Yeah. It was probably like four city blocks just opened up mm. and has this giant park. And they had a live band in each corner. Yeah. And there were probably 15,000 people mm -hmm. on this Friday night dancing with like their spouse, their boyfriend, their girlfriend, mm. dancing to this live music. And this is like what they do every Friday night. Yeah. It's just culture. Yeah. And it was so cool. But like, there's things we celebrate where like, mm -hmm. Hey, that's like really cool, but it's cool to see like, no matter where you are, kingdom culture is the best. Yeah. It wins. It wins everything. And, and like, it doesn't matter where you are. It's always the best answer. Yeah. Literally, literally like even like, even more like for just for example, like conflict, like the Bible, the Bible says if someone's wronged you or if you have, or you've wronged someone, you go to them. Yeah. Like that's the best answer. Yeah. And always and it always and it always works itself out. Yeah. Like the Bible, it will give you the the best solution, the best answer to any every <laughs> everything time. and every single time. Yeah, and people, well, that's just not how I do things. We'll grow up. Yeah, literally. Like are you a Christian or not? Do no, you literally. follow Jesus or not? Like yeah. do you have his culture or not? Well, I grew up different. Well, now your life is different. That's literally. why the Bible says in Romans 12, be don't be conformed to this world, mm -hmm. but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so yeah. you can prove what is good, acceptable, and the perfect will of God. Yeah. Like, we have to be conformed to the mm -hmm. kingdom culture. Period. Period. Whoever you are, mm -hmm. wherever you are, yeah. whatever you believe right now, if it doesn't line up with kingdom culture, then you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a big learning curve because it's like a lot of un unlearning stuff and then, lear and then oh, learning yeah. stuff. It's it's Did a lot of unlearning and learning. Deconstruction, yeah, man. Just deconstruction. Better, that's you better like, chill <laughs> out. You better no. chill out. No, but it's a lot of uh, this. I would I I wouldn't say it's deconstructing. It's more reconstructing, right? It's like yeah. un, it's like unlearning, you know, because it's like if you spend 15, 20 years of your oh, life goodness. doing something consistently yeah. to one way, and then it's like now it's a shift. You know, yeah. not all of it will ha would just change overnight. Or even if like e even like. If you were in the military, I could see that being super hard. Yeah. Because, like, there is a very strong culture oh, that yeah. is established, mm -hmm. period. Sports people, pretty hard because mm -hmm. there's a sport, there's a culture established by that coach. Yeah. And I just think it's so important that, like, we have to be willing. Yes. To choose better. Yeah. And if we don't willingly choose better, then we're going to lose. Yeah. I think that's a big and thing. And people are going to get hurt. Yeah. that's that. I think that's a big thing is you have to willingly want to do it. Because a lot of people, it's not going to happen just by, like, 
just cause. Like you have to willingly choose to give up. Not I, I want to want to say give in some cases give up, give up or change or even submit the culture that you're Bro, used to. I would to even kingdom say culture. like this. I would say that you have to willingly crucify mm -hmm. that belief system so that you can resurrect yeah. a better one. Yeah. Like we could use like what Romans um, six mm -hmm. where it talks about like, well, if you've been crucified with him, you can live with him. Yeah. It's like everything has to be crucified. It's not just our sin that has to be crucified with Christ. Yeah. It's our lifestyle, our thought process, our culture, mm -hmm. everything got to be crucified Literally. with Christ. And people are like, well, that's a lot. Well, no, that is like the best thing. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that like small things, like there are non-issues that don't have to be crucified, right? Yeah. Like music preference, you alluded yeah. to how you dress, who cares, yeah. um, those types of things. Yeah. Um, food, like, uh, bro, I love different foods. Like, yeah. please do not make those types of culture things go away. But yeah. we're not talking about that. No, we're talking about the... Jesus cares about the heart. Yeah. And... Out of out of the heart is where actions flow. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. Like the bad things, like, you know, like one thing about black people, they be late to stuff. <laughs> I'm dead serious. There's so there's so many times where Buddy it's like said that, not me. <laughs> Listen, if I'm dead serious. They'd be like, yo, where you at? Five minutes away. If five minutes away is not five minutes away. Five minutes away is I'm just got out the shower and I'm getting dressed. Bro, my best friend <laughs> in high school, I'd be like, Where are you at? And he'd be like 20 minutes after we we're supposed mm -hmm. to be leaving. He'd be like, just got out the shower. That means he was still laying <laughs> yeah, in his bed. Yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't in the shower. Yeah, I wasn't he was, in the shower. No, I'm nothing. Like, we had a, a heart to heart. I was like, bro, you can just tell me the truth. I don't care yeah. if you're going to be an hour late. Just tell me. Yeah. Like, don't tell me that you just got out the shower. Yeah. And you're like in your bed. Like you just wiped an eye boogie, bro. Yeah. Like, don't lie to me. Yeah. So it was like normal. <laughs> so like that's what was like, like Thanksgiving. Oh, my goodness, man. Thanksgiving. We don't be eating to like. 7 30 at night like i'd be it'd be like 7 30 at night like we, i'm like i'd be asking like mom what what time is like are we doing stuff oh we're gonna go over, we're gonna meet we're gonna be at like graham's house at like three or four bro it'd be 7 30 roll around my mom's still getting dressed food still cooking in the oven all that stuff so it's like culturally you know then you're just used to that it's just normal it's like if you say something's at four really it's like 5 30 but it's like then when you go out and you are a part of yeah. different things and get to a job or get a part of the yep. business or get with timeliness is serious. Yeah. So I can't be like, well, yeah, the van leaves at nine 30. So you got to be here at nine 15. <laughs> so it's like timeliness. I, I can't use the excuse of like, well, if we say this yeah. time, it's kind of like lenient, but it's like, you can't just use what you are used to yeah. as an excuse. Yeah, that was, that was like hard when I went to Mexico. Cause mm. it, it's, it's a similar culture in terms of timeliness. Like, mm -hmm. They just don't care. Like church yeah. starts at ten. Like eh, maybe it starts at ten forty today. Yeah. Why? Fun. Fun fact. Just the cause. reasoning why for this. Just a quick, quick, quick lesson mm -hmm. is if you look at cult ethnically or racially uh, for uh, races that were are derived more closer to the equator where the sun is out longer, you will see this trend because since the sun is out longer, you can be more lenient with time. 
so if you say like oh let's do this at five you could do 515 because the sun is out longer you could do things but if you look at cultures that were further away from the equator with less time with the sun up you got to be on time because there's less daylight that's actually crazy though because like how long ago was that established and it's still still as a cultural thing and that shows the power of culture that is crazy that's a wild thought we could like end on that but we're not going yeah we're not going to but that that's wild right and and I think it's just important to realize, yeah. like, dude, Patricia would look at me and I'm like, he's like, church starts at 10 and I'm not even picked up at 10, 15. I get in the car. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, he says it like this. So like tranquilo and uh, Mexican is like peace, relax, tranquility. Yeah. And he taught me, he's like, we got a slang word here. It's campechano. Um, it's not tranquilo. It's campechano. Yeah. It's like, we take it easy here. Yeah. It's like, we don't care. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but I want to choke yeah. you. Right now, because we're late. Um, he's like, yeah, but it doesn't start till we get there anyways. I'm yeah. like, no, no, this is bad, dude. Yeah. Um, and that's just like where, though, culture is so important in mm-hmm. establishing a healthy kingdom culture. And I would even say, like, not only, like, ethnic cultures, but I think church culture can really be terrible sometimes. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's a lot of church culture that's terrible, like church cultures that should die. Um, We could have an entire podcast podcast. about that. Yes. Maybe we will. We will. I think that would be a good one. that should die. We're going to have a whole podcast on that one. Will you write, text me that? that Yeah, church cultures that should die. That would be a good one. When we go to record in the next two weeks, we can actually remember this part. Yeah. Church cultures that should die and others that should live. Yeah. I, I don't want to just be a negative no. Nancy. Yeah. What should die? What should live? Yeah. Yeah. Literally, which is ironic because I was on the phone last night with, with uh, some of my friends and we were like kind of discussing this. We were like, um, my, one of my friends, he was telling me, he was like, yeah, he was like, I had to learn like where I had to differ- differentiate like what is just a, you know, a culture like a racially cultural thing and what is actual kingdom culture mm-hmm. like what is just a church culture thing and what is actually like this is what the bible says this is what god wants type of thing because it's like you know if you come and you just are a part of something for a while you kind of think oh this is just what it is yeah. but a yeah. lot of times it's not just and what you'll it is. you'll either like adapt to a culture or you'll leave it because mm-hmm. if you don't like it you'll leave it yeah every time 100 percent and that's like scary if you haven't built a kingdom culture then guess what yeah <laughs> people will adapt to something that's not kingdom, that's not kingdom yeah. or they're gonna leave it and you're not gonna grow right and you see it's a disaster and it, it is disastrous um so what we've done here is like we've kind of defined what we think kingdom culture is mm-hmm. uh, from a biblical perspective and we have eight marks that i think like semantically other people have ones that are very similar yeah but we have eight marks that i think really cover a lot of what jesus cares about Mm -hmm. we took a lot of time trying to get these and the issue is like when people are not discipled in them if you don't talk about them like we talked about last week creating Mm -hmm. culture if you don't create culture if it's not said it's not modeled it's not done yeah it's not discipled then it won't exist yeah um if you're not taught to like, this is what we do and this is why we do it. And you have to crucify what you like and what you prefer, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, um, the things that we have kind of established from scripture in terms of a kingdom culture for us is like, number one, well, we have his heart mm-hmm. and, uh, we, we serve at his tabernacle family church. Yeah. So all of them start with his, his, um, we have his heart and that's from John seventeen three, right? It's we're here to know God and make him known. Yep. That was the heart of Jesus. I want to know God and I want to make, make him, him known. known. 
And he clearly knew God. Mm-hmm. And also, he definitely made him known. And yeah. is still making him known to still, this day. to this day. So when you really, like, start to look at these things, the, the culture of having his heart is establishing us, establishing us on what Jesus cares about. Yeah. And if we can do these two things, your life will always be set, right? Like, if if Buddy's goal in life is to know God more and to help other people know him more, yeah. like, are these other seven are, like, kind of a byproduct yeah. even of that. Yeah. And that is the focus, right? So that's our number one. We have his heart. Mm-hmm. We want to know God. We want to make him known. Yeah. Simple. Simple. Easy. Easy. We're, that's, we got two missions. And that's You could go Mark 12, 30, and 31. There's so many verses that you could utilize in this. Yeah. Um, and the second one, which I think is really important, is like we're his family. His family. You know, we are unified in God's family and treat each other like it. And we pulled that from Ephesians 2, 19, yep. 1 Peter 1, 22. Like the church should be family. Yeah. I think that's big. I think that's that should be like everyone's thing. It, it shouldn't be that. It shouldn't not, be a, sadly, it shouldn't be not. a machine. It should be family. Yeah, and that that is the issue is like so many churches have made it a machine where this is what I do on Sunday mm-hmm. and that's it. That's it. Yeah. Like if your church is only Sunday morning attendance, like that is I don't even know what we would call that. Just like a preaching center. It's just a... A place to go and hear the word yeah, of God. It's just a event. Um, it's not a church, though. Mm-hmm. Like, a church is a community. Yeah, If you literally. go back to Acts chapter 2, how Jesus started his church, it was a family. Yeah. They met together every day mm-hmm. for prayer yep. in, the, in the temple. They met together every day for mm-hmm. small groups. And we're like, do a small group at least twice a month, please. And like, well, I'm busy. It's <laughs> like, well, no, we're his family, and we're mm-hmm. never too busy for family. Yeah. And our tables should be open. Yeah, that I remember. I remember like people used to in the like in the youth ministry when we when we like we do youth, we do small groups. And I remember people used to say, "Man, it's intense. Like you guys do small groups every week." And I when I sat down and think about it, I'm like, I'm I was like, I mean, honestly, all small groups are, especially within the youth ministry, is they're pretty much giving us the opportunity to do something that God has asked us to call, called us and asked us to already yeah. do, which is make disciples. I mean, like, asterisk, <laughs> I hate that we have to formalize small groups. Yeah. it's re- it, it it makes me mad. Yeah. Where it's like, we as Christians should do this automatically. Automatically. But this is a part where, like, many, like, this is culture. We mm-hmm. are in the northeast of America. Yeah, America, yeah. And culture is you don't really do stuff with a ton of people. Yeah. Um, like and your Friday night really maybe thing. or, but like what you do is you bring your kids to their travel sports and mm-hmm. you watch your kids and then you go home mm-hmm. and then you go work and then you do the same thing every day. Yep. And then if you can fit Jesus in on a Sunday or for like a family night, a Thursday yeah. night, then do it. But that's not kingdom culture at mm-hmm. all. Like, nope. And we could talk about a lot of stuff, yeah, in terms of that, but we're not going to, yeah. um, we have his attitude. I, I love this one. It's kind of a blanket one, but like in all situations, we maintain his attitude. Yeah. It's like, oh, you don't feel like cleaning? Yeah. Well, Jesus was the servant of all. Yeah. So whew, I have the same attitude of Jesus. Oh, you yeah. don't want to forgive them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Jesus did that. You know, we could go through so many situations. Like, we need to have God's attitude. Yeah. Because if we don't have his attitude in this situation, oh, you're complaining. Yeah. <laughs> I never saw Jesus complain. Mm mm. Like, we have his attitude, mm-hmm. period. Oh, wow, you want to cuss that person out. No, no, we have his attitude. His attitude. Like, 
Oh, what did Jesus say? When someone does you wrong, you should bless them, and it will be like heaping coals on their head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to have his attitude. It's it's not hard. At all. It's just Bible. Yeah. Uh, we have his actions. Intent is not enough. James one twenty two. show me your faith. I'll show you my works. Mm-hmm. Faith without works is dead. And this is like, this is super important. We need to have the same actions that Jesus had. Yeah. And it's not just like healing the sick. Like I'm so in on that, but yeah. it's not just those actions. It's like, mm. okay, do you take care of the poor and the widows? Yeah. Do you seek forgiveness from others? Do you like, do you actually do what the Bible tells you to tells do? You to do. Do you have, do you sacrifice for others? Do you give alms? Mm. Do you like, what do you do? What do you do? And what don't you do? Yeah. We have his actions. I think also it's like what you don't do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the next one would be his focus. We're about our father's business. A lot of times like churches just start to care about like, uh, people will call it like nickels and noses. Mm-hmm. How many, how many was the head count from Sunday mm. and how much money came yeah. in? Yeah. And that's like, sadly, what a lot of church leadership, their focus turns to. Yeah. Which those things are, I would say, health markers. Mm-hmm. They're not bad things not, to yeah. know, but that's not our focus. Yeah. Because if we're about our father's business, like Jesus was, he mm-hmm. says, "Yo, I'm about my, I'm about my father's business." Yeah. Um, it would be making disciples. Yeah. And if we're making disciples, then guess what? More people will automatically be in the house of God. Yeah. If we're making disciples, then. I mean, one of the things that Jesus taught us about was generosity. More yeah. money will be there. But guess what? More impact will be made. More lives will be changed. More mm-hmm. families will be saved. More addiction will be broken off. Yeah. I, it's it's not nickels and noses. Those are those are um, byproducts of the bigger thing. Yeah. The bigger thing is, is, is having his focus. Yeah. Because if we have his focus, then we do what he cares about. And when we do what he cares about and we focus on what he cares about, then everything else is a byproduct. Yeah. Like, I need more volunteers. It's like, disciple people. Disciple people, yeah. I need more people to get saved. Disciple people. Because mm-hmm. as they're discipled, they'll make disciples. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to have the right focus. Yeah. It's, it's what Jesus cares about. We need his character. So that's really self-explanatory. But it's, I love this one so much. But it should be, <laughs> this is a big one, I think. I, I, we could do a whole podcast yeah. on every single one of these, maybe a whole month on every single one of these. Yeah. But they're, they're so important. It's like, bro, if you don't have character, like you don't have his values Mm-mm. and his, his nature and character are living in us. Second Corinthians five seventeen, first Peter one <clears throat> Like there's so many verses we could talk about in terms of like his character, be a person of character. Yeah. Because tons of verses, like how many people don't, want to go to your church because you're the hypocrite that's you know like you said you could do a whole thing you could do a whole you could do a whole series on character you could do a whole class on character two whole two whole semesters which did happen (laughs) it's basically me just ranting for an hour for two straight semesters (laughs) but you know like that's a value we should have yes he said be be holy for i'm holy holy. That's a value. Holification. Holification. <laughs> we need to have hunger. We have his hunger. And that's like um, a Bible term. And people, when we were like coming up with these and like terming them. Yeah. It's a concept and a value. But we were talking about like, well, how should we say it? 
Yeah. And like, I want to say it like the Bible says, like yeah. hunger. hunger. Yeah. Hunger is important. Yeah. And we should grow in passion for the Lord, his presence and his house over time. That's simple. Yeah. How many people, you know, they've been in the house of God for like 70 years, but they no longer even have like hunger. Yeah. It's just what they do. Yeah. Like we shouldn't get less excited about Jesus over time. We should get more, more excited. excited yeah. over time. Literally. You, you're, we've all seen marriages where like they get less passionate, less loving, less yeah. caring over time. That's unhealthy. Mm. That's not good. Mm. They should like when you're 80 years old, you should be more in love than the day you yeah. got married. Yeah, literally. And that's like really the same with, with the how with the kingdom mm-hmm. is we should grow in passion for the Lord, his presence and his house. Yeah. Over time. I agree. And the last one we have in here is we should have his generosity. You know, like God gave us the best gift ever in yeah. his son, Jesus. And that's a cultural value. Yeah. God's a giver. He is a and giver. If God's a giver. The greatest I'm a giver. giver. And if God's a good giver, I'm I'm be a good giver. Yep. And if Jesus is is willing to give His life, I'll I'll give Him anything. Yeah, because it's all His anyways. It is all His. My life is a living sacrifice, so my money is a living sacrifice. Yep. My time, I'm generous with my time. I'm generous with my money. I'm I'm generous, mm-hmm. and it's it's a value that God has value on. Yeah, and I believe that these really add up to a kingdom value. Mm-hmm. And I think we, you know, I really like I think I think I can say like we hit. In my heart, everything that Pretty is much. important to God's heart. Yeah, at least a, a blanket version of everything, and you can, you could go to each point and find sub things to put under oh each. Oh my of those gosh! Yeah, absolutely. Forever, so, but this is so important. You're like, well, you missed revival. No, it's hunger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you missed the return of Jesus. No, he didn't. That's to know him and make him known. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the ten virgins of Matthew twenty five. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it, we're not. It's important to care about what God cares about. Yes. And when we do, then guess what? I think we talked about it the very first podcast on culture is like churches that only care about attendees mm-hmm. are poverty minded. Yeah. Churches that only care about what they have are middle class minded. Mm-hmm. But churches that care about culture. Yeah. A kingdom culture. Mm-hmm. That's high class. Yeah. Why? Because good cultures produce good things. Yeah. A good culture is going to produce disciples that love Jesus. They're generous. They have a great attitude. They have good character. Yeah. Like we go through all eight. And because of that, guess what? More people will be there. Yeah. More people will be there. You can have the cool things. You can have the things. All the stuff. You don't need the stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bro, we could meet in a tent out front all summer long. And if we have the right culture, it'll grow. Yes. That's facts, actually. That's actually facts. That's good. That's a good point. Yeah. You can have... And there's people that do that. Yeah. When you look around the world, they are, don't have the greatest circumstances, but they have the culture, the kingdom culture, and they're doing whatever it takes. So there's a ch- there's a church in um, Nigeria. Their building is like one mile by one mile. Dang. To answer the altar call from the back, it would take a 15 minute walk. Jesus. So they had to start putting like salvation stations all over the place. So people, it would still be like a three minute walk for some yeah, people that, to get their life to crazy. Jesus. Our churches, we got like a 30 second walk from yeah. the very back, back to the to front. The front yeah. If you're like walking backwards. Yeah. But it's crazy because like they are in Lagos, Nigeria. Mm. There is, it is not a pretty building. Yeah. It is a giant barn. Yeah. But the culture wins mm-hmm. every time. Look at the tent meetings in the 50s and 60s and 70s. It, look at the stadiums being filled in the mm-hmm. 70s. 
it's not like they didn't, they didn't need an LED wall and nope. all these crazy. They had like these like ghetto banners that they made yeah. by hand, and it was like just a bunch of people getting crazy, getting for, crazy Jesus. for Jesus. And it's yeah. like culture kills everything mm. else. Everything. Culture wins every time, and we need a kingdom culture in every area of our life. Yeah. We went long today. We did. We did go a little long today, but I think this is a really good jam-packed episode. Um, I hope you took notes. If you didn't, I encourage you to go back, write this stuff down, write down the verses, stuff like that, because um, it's pretty, pretty rich and and filled with knowledge. But yeah, and if you're not connected with like what we do through the whole year, you really should go check out our Instagram. We're like working on our TikTok right now. We know yeah. we need to be there. Um, and our website, we have, it's not a one event in the summer anymore. Uh, we just came off two tours. Mm-hmm. We have another thing we're going to be doing in the spring. We mm-hmm. got two conferences this summer. Yep. We got another thing we're going to be doing in the fall. Mm-hmm. We got another camp we're going to do in the fall. We're doing way more. And then we have these courses online and we're going to mm-hmm. keep building the courses. Yeah. Um, that way we can minister all year yeah, and we can help be a resource for your walk with Jesus and we can turn this world upside down. Yeah. Amen. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of Leadership Podcast and I will see you next week.